Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me tonight, it's my good friend, Mark Schindler. Mark, what an insane night in the NBA. Yeah, it, I, I have no idea how to quantify each night. It feels like every night we have some historic performance or you know, somebody going off for 60, uh, a certain guy tonight going off for 71. Uh, and it just, every night brings another added layer of like, what the hell? <laughs> like in a good way. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's it's something that, that we'll have to talk about on a, on a you know, a bigger, long, more long form pod. But like, I mean, it's not that defenses have gotten worse. It's just we're seeing like 15 guys all have the best seasons of their careers at the same time. And it's wild, man. But it's also a joy to watch. Tonight was unbelievable. And we're going to start in Cleveland where Donovan Mitchell sets a Cavs franchise single game scoring record, 71 points. He joins Devin Booker, Will Chamberlain, David Robinson, Elgin Baylor, David Thompson, and Kobe Bryant as players that have scored 70 or more points. The last time that somebody scored 70 points or more was Devin Booker in 2017. Before that, Kobe Bryant in the 05-06 season. I just want to make sure that this is not like glossed over in any way whatsoever. Somebody scoring 70 points or more is historic. It does not happen every season. It doesn't even happen every five seasons. This is something that happens... Very, very rarely in the NBA. So this should be, I mean, this should be lauded. This should be something that's talked about for weeks as Donovan Mitchell just absolutely explodes. It deserves its own celebration. Quarter by quarter, it was just insane. First quarter, he scored five points. The Cavs got off to a really slow start in this one. The Bulls looked great early on. And they continued to battle back. Second quarter, he scored 11. Third quarter, 24. Fourth quarter, 18. And then in overtime, 13 points. In the second half alone, Mitchell was 42-6-8. He was 20 of 25 from the free throw line. He could have been 21 of 25, but Mitchell intentionally missed his final free throw of regulation. He flew in, and I don't even know how he did this. He flew in and grabbed it. It looked like Robin Lopez was actually about to block this shot as it, uh, as it was about to go in. And it goes in to tie the game at 130. Just an unbelievable performance from Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs. A big-time victory. He continued to praise his teammates after he uh, got doused in water and then was interviewed after the game. But just an incredible performance by him. Tonight was just wild. Just overall, you have Mitchell with 71, Clay Thompson with 54, DeRozan in that same game with 44, LeBron James with 43, Joel Embiid with 42, Luka with 39. Just an insane night. And the most insane game of the night has to go 
to the Hawks Warriors. So let's move on to San Francisco, where the Warriors win a double OT thriller, 143 to 141. Kevon Looney is the hero, and a deserved hero. He's apparently just one of the greatest guys in this Warriors locker room. Good for him. He tips in the game-winning shot at the buzzer in double overtime. Mark, what a ridiculous basketball game. Yeah, this was this was a crazy one to watch, man. Um, so many things to parse through and break down from this one. I mean, first first things first with Clay Thompson. Um, this was his second highest scoring game of his career, if I remember correctly. Uh, 21 of 39 from the field, 10 of 21 from three. Um, and it wasn't just the scoring, it was the way he was doing it. Like, this is the... I mean, it goes without saying this is the best that he's looked since he's come back from injury. Yeah, um, and yeah six, just, 60 points in December of 2016 was the was his career high. But since but it was in 2016. Yeah, it, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that feels like a lifetime ago comparatively. Um, but, I mean, just the way that he was moving, um, not that he hasn't looked good moving of late, but this was just, I mean, it was, you could tell it was a special game. Yeah. Um, pretty early on in this one for him, the way that it was starting to click. Uh, obviously, I mean, Golden State got out to a pretty massive lead by the end of the first half. Yeah. Um, I honestly was ready to turn this one off, and then the Hawks end up making a, a pretty sizable comeback as the game goes on. Uh, this ends up going to OT. Like, Jordan Poole had good moments early on in the game, and then his shot selection really struggled as the game went on. To be fair, Golden State is down, you know, like half their freaking rotation today. Yeah. Um, so they, they needed him to take 30 shots to an extent, but it was, a uh, it was rough sledding for him down the stretch. I mean, the, the shot making, or I should say the offensive process down the stretch, uh, for both teams ended up just being, well, hopefully we make something off of a putback or in, in transition because nobody was really getting anything going. Uh, other I mean, Trey was drawing free throws and that was kind of it for the Hawks offense as things bogged down. Um, Golden State's defense was solid i don't think that either side really played a particularly great defensive game uh dante divincenzo like steadily climbing up the all-time rankings of most important warriors role players <laughs> like he uh i mean he hits that game tying three oh to send it to overtime after having an absolutely massive play uh it seems like it was just like two or three nights ago to, to help seal warriors yeah. win as well um and like you mentioned, too, I mean, Kevon Looney, they out-rebounded the Hawks. Uh, final total was 69-53 to 53 on the glass. Uh, 13 extra offensive rebounds, uh, especially with Clint Capella out. I mean, Onyeka Kongwu did a lot of really good things in this game, but uh, they struggled mightily uh, on putbacks and second-chance points. And it wasn't just the, okay, getting something easy at the rim. It was, okay, we're – it felt like half of Clay's threes came off of relocation because – Kevon Looney got an offensive rebound. Um, so this was a this was a huge game from from the Warriors from what it could have been, and especially too when you think about what this means for Atlanta. Um, that pretty tough. Yeah, it it was wild the way that even Divincenzo got that ball because it was not intended for him. Clay shoots it from the from the opposite corner, foot on the line, not even a three. They needed a three to tie. Clay misses it. And the Warriors got to be thankful that he missed that one. Ball hits Jordan Poole, who is trying to do whatever he can to get his own shot. Gets his shot blocked, and the ball just kind of squirts out over to DiVincenzo 
Uh, did you see Clay? Clay was over there by DiVincenzo, literally holding his hands out, like, pass him the ball. He's wide open. Yeah, just straight up pointing at him. <laughs> the ball gets to DiVincenzo, and he swishes the three. That was insane. Uh, the first overtime was kind of it was kind of a tough watch because it was really just kind of a free throw show from from Trey Young to to get that game tied up there at the end of the first overtime. But the second overtime was like just wild. Uh, it was there was another sequence that kind of felt similar to that one at the end of regulation where the ball ends up hitting Draymond Green wide open where they're just like they can't generate offense. Like it's either some kind of pull up J or somebody's missing or the ball is just like frantically moving around and it hits Draymond Green and he hits a three for his only his 21st three of the season in over 30 games. Um, but he hits it. I mean, that was a pretty heroic moment there for Draymond and then which led to the ultimate heroic moment there uh, for Kevon Looney. But he, I I kind of give Trey Young a little trouble because all he did was get to, he got to the free throw line a bunch. He had a really tough floater down the stretch to tie that mm-hmm. game right before Kevon had that tip had that tip in. Uh, Trey battled, man. Like he really battled in this one. You could tell that he really wanted this one, and that it this it it looked like a really tough loss for the Hawks. Uh yeah. I mean, this felt. I'd saying backbreaking maybe feels like a little much, but especially with all of the, uh, you know, reporting from Sham Sharania, just in general about things that have been going on with Atlanta, um, some of the awkwardness with where they're at with their coach right now. Um, this doesn't feel great. No. <laughs> I mean, like you mentioned too, Dejounte Murray hit that massive three late too. Yep. Um, and especially, I mean, I think it was a pull up. It was his only three of the game. Uh, there were a lot of big moments for them, but kind of, I mean, outside of Bogdan Bogdanovich, they really couldn't get anything going from their bench. Um, and similar, I mean, Golden State was in the same boat too. If, I mean, both teams may as well have only played six guys the way that it, it, it ended up shaking out. Yeah. The the Warriors move up to ninth in the Western Conference uh, after winning this one. I mean, they really, they've hit a stretch where they've kind of stabilized a little bit after losing... Steph, they've won five in a row. They really, really needed to get this win too. They needed, they need to keep this uh, ship afloat as long as they can with Steph out. And then you look over, and the Hawks are not in great shape. They're also in ninth in the Eastern Conference, but are at seventeen and twenty, and in danger. I mean, they're right there with the Raptors and the Bulls and the Wizards are all kind of lurking there. And there's no guarantee there's going to be a good team or a team that thinks that they're good that's not going to make even the play-in in the East. So that's certainly something to watch for. 100%. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Clippers battle back, but the Heat are too much in this one in the fourth quarter. They win 110-100. to Man, Metabio, just unbelievable in this one, 31-13. The Sixers and Joel Embiid just casually dominate the Pelicans, 120-111. to Man, Joel Embiid is just just a joy to watch. 42 and 11. The way that he just glides to the rim at times at his size is just unbelievable. Uh, Another guy that just barrels his way to the rim and was looking amazing in this one. Like this game looked like it was going to be an all-timer until Zion got hurt there at the end of the third with a hamstring injury. Hopefully Zion gets well soon. The Lakers beat the Hornets. LeBron James pours in 43-11-6. On a normal night, 43-11-6 would be the line of the night. This one isn't even close, but the Lakers swat the Hornets in this one and a much-needed win for the Lakers. The Pacers pull away late and beat the Raptors 122-114. Ben Matherin with 21 points off the bench. The unbeatable Nets dominate the very beatable Spurs, 139-103. Kyrie Irving had one of the most insane, maybe even improbable, put-back dunks in this one. Mark, did you see this put-back dunk from Kyrie? Oh, that was that was one of the best put-backs, uh, just dunks in general this season. Yeah. Um, a, it was a really good dunk, but also I think that's one of the most unexpected dunks I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> I had to rewind it, it before four or five times. I was like, was, are, are we sure that was Kyrie that did that? Yeah, I was like, oh, wait, that that happened? Like, that? I mean, exactly. Like, he got he got up. He did. It wasn't just like a little, um, you know, one of the two-handed uh, basic packages from 2K. Like, that was, that, was, that was pretty legit. The Mavs fight back after being down 18 to the Houston Rockets and win 111 to 106. Luka Doncic with 39, 12, and 8. The struggling Wolves get back on track against the Nuggets, winning 124 to 111. Ant Edwards was just amazing in this one, 29, 10, and 5. The Blazers score 80 points combined in the second and third quarters and blow out the Pistons, 135 to 106. Jeremy Grant with a big night, scoring 36 points on 17 field goal attempts. What a night from Jeremy Grant. And finally, I'm sure the Suns are happy this game happened in the middle of the day, overshadowed by some pretty incredible college football games because, sheesh, this was a bad one. The Knicks beat the Suns 102-83. Julius Randle just manhandling the Suns with 28 points. 16 rebounds and 6 assists. No Suns player scored over 12 points in this one. And in fact, the team only scored 11 points in the first quarter. Just a brutal, brutal game from the Phoenix Suns. Just an just a absolutely wild day in the NBA. Anything from those games, Mark, that stuck out to you? Phoenix definitely needs the reset button. Uh, I think that goes without saying. Like, obviously... You, you can't go without mentioning that Devin Booker is out and he's going to be out for the foreseeable future. But I think that's almost as as equal equally as problematic as the loss was, man. Like when you see what the loss was um, and then chalk up the fact like, yeah, they're I think they're what, two and nine without Devin Booker this season. Um, and that feels right. 
and it it definitely has you worried because i mean they're they're creeping really close to 500 mm -hmm. uh with how their season has started to go so i'm interested to see what they can can do to to, to clean some things up because obviously they're not going to lose a game like that every night but um they've definitely had some worrying ones over the last couple weeks yep that's going to do it for today's show before we go just want to make sure that uh, we mentioned prayers up for Demar Hamlin and just a um, just a scary night in the NFL. Um, we should pray that he is okay. Uh, that is going to do it for today's show. Go listen to Tampering, which is up next. And Mark, send us out. Ding ding, y'all. <laughs>